Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. You know, she has many qualities men find attractive. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling your friends, keeping us going, clicking through the Amazon links, um, We've gotten some click-throughs. The interesting thing is we can see what product people are buying. So, Ooh. Yeah. Got That's some, kind of weird. It, I guess so, but I mean, I don't know. Unless you're like doing something nefarious, I guess maybe don't click through the Amazon link, but we're not going to narc. So, Anything good? Uh, just German military history books. <laughs> um I bought a a mini stick for my nephew through it. So a it, mini stick? Yeah. What is that? Just a small stick. Stick. Yeah, small like, <laughs> like hockey a ho- stick. Oh, a hockey <laughs> stick. I was like, yeah. can't you just get those outside? I don't know. <laughs> Back in my day. Yeah. So yeah, keep doing that. It just give like it doesn't hurt you at all, and it gives us some money. So appreciate it. Keep the lights on around here. Uh, the other thing is. We need a update on Kevin's cryptocurrency. I believe uh, last time we talked, Kin Token, your three hundred dollars worth of Kin Token was now worth eighty four. Yeah, so uh, up, go- up to the second, it is right now worth eighty one dollars and forty cents. So <laughs> okay. holding steady, holding steady, <laughs> holding steady at a two hundred twelve dollar loss or nineteen dollar <laughs> loss. Yeah. It's been a it's been a rough r- rough week for that, and the uh, stock market wasn't great either. So it's not not a, not a great week financially. That's why you just keep all your money in a mattress like me. Yep, yep. That's smart. Yeah, staying the same. Now everybody knows that's where you keep your money, though. Well, I've got two mattresses. Oh, uh, throw them off. I like exactly. that. <laughs> I like that. I will say a lot of people were like super into kin token which i did not realize they were like sending us messages about how they're gonna post it on the board and kin token is the greatest and all yeah. this kind of stuff i was not prepared for that I yeah. think those, it's, those... it's an interesting world you know because i mean they're all doing it like selfishly because they want it to be worth more money obviously oh yeah that's a good um, point but uh yeah it's been interesting kind of like following that and being a part of that little world how often do you check it like, cause I can imagine it being very obsessive. When I first like bought them, um, I was pretty obsessive about it. But it's been like nothing's really happened over the last couple months. So, was there ever a point where after you purchased your three hundred dollars worth, that it was worth more than three hundred dollars? Mm, I, I don't think so. If if ever <laughs> if ever it was, maybe it does slightly. Like, but, maybe like like yeah. a couple bucks. Nothing yeah. significant. Yeah. So you purchased it? And I, just I purchased it about at the, the wrong hill. time, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But I mean, if it if it pops at any point, then it doesn't really matter. But that's true. 
All right. It's like when Homer Simpson invested in pumpkins and then didn't sell his stock until like February, like well after Halloween. Hmm. Lost a lot of money that way. I remember that episode. Mm -hmm. Not a big Simpsons guy. He had to borrow money from Patty and Selma. It's a good episode. Hmm. Classic Simpsons. Episodes three through ten, or episodes, seasons three through ten is what I recommend. There you go. Is there a Simpsons podcast out there? There has to be, I'm sure there are multiple. Probably. You know, I I always maintain that, you know, Simpsons is probably the greatest show ever created, but I haven't watched, like, the last 20 seasons. Somebody should do a a Simpsons Minute. Oh, I mean, they'd have material for years. It'd have to be, like, a daily podcast to even come close to. You'd have to knock out a few minutes at a time. That's true. Yeah. It's a lot of content, though. Yeah. You know, super long podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, each episode is only, like, 23 minutes. So, you're getting through, you know, let's say 13 episodes a year, if you're doing one a day. And there's Wait. how many seasons? Like 20-something? Over 25. Yeah. That, so, that'd be difficult. Yeah. So, I you mean, get through the first season in one year. <laughs> and the first season's a little, it's a little tough to get through. So, you got like 28 <laughs> years of, po- of podcast content. Not, I mean, and that's a running clock, too. Yeah. yeah, it's like every Sunday, you're like, oh, <laughs> Christ, we got another 23 minutes we got to go through. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go to the topic at hand. Tommy, what is the topic today? So we had to call uh, an audible. Um, sometimes we have to do, you know, in the, what breaking news necessitates, and then we react, and we do it quite well. Um, the best, really. So a um, senior producer? I believe that is the title, yes. A senior producer at Deadspin named Hannah Kaiser recently had uh, came out with a video um, breaking down uh, the first Mighty Ducks film um, and it got a lot of backlash from our followers um, and Quack so lights did not like it they did not and so we wanted to break it down a little bit yeah yeah so and, and first off Mike you did uh, try to reach Hannah right yes I I sent her an email I sent her a message on Twitter both went uh, tweeted unre- at her i did tweet at her she did not immediately respond for requests for comments. yes both went unreturned or all of them went unreturned so uh hannah if you're still willing to come on the podcast we'd love to discuss i feel like our quackalites should uh reach out to her as well to uh compel her to yeah. to testify before but yeah. please don't be mean we're not encouraging exactly that. yeah don't be mean so i think some some people got pretty close to the line but most the most of the quack lights were pretty good. I think you it. can be mean if it's in good fun. Yeah, is that is that fair? It's like you can say whatever you want. You have to say just kidding at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like no, I mean nothing that's like harmful or directed at like the person. But like I mean her take is trash. Yeah, I mean that's just truth. That's a fact. Yeah. So yeah. her the whole shortest stick here is that she didn't watch these movies as a kid, so she's going through the classic sports movies and she's watching them as an adult nostalgia free to break them down and uh, i mean she's pretty funny she's pretty astute with some points but i think she misses the whole point of the mighty ducks here so we'll play a little bit and uh i think we'll we'll stop if you guys want to stop it let me know and i'll stop it and we can discuss here but uh, i cut out the intro so she has a little intro she says the Ducks, uh, the movie is actually pretty sporty. They play hockey. It seems to go with the rules. And then uh, we'll play sort of the rest of let's it. Just, let's just play the whole clip. Okay, we'll play the whole clip. It's good. 
This week we watched The Mighty Ducks, which has apparently been in my apartment since I moved in with my now husband, and I didn't even know it. First up, we are going to talk about the sportiness of the movie. And this is off to a strong start, actually. Sportiness seems pretty high. They actually play hockey. The hockey scenes have some real tension. There are some questionable advice that they're getting from the coach. For instance, uh, the guy that becomes their star player doesn't know how to skate, and he's like, no problem, which I'm pretty sure is a problem if you want to play hockey. That seems to be like the barrier to entry. It definitely gets some points from the fact that there is now a real team named the Mighty Ducks. Disney was like, we have all this Mighty Ducks merchandise and we can cross-promote it if there's a real hockey team. I'm assuming that that's what happened. Plot. I have a lot to say about the plot. <laughs> the movie from the perspective of Adam Banks is the story of how two grown-ass men low-key ruin his life while they're trying to like relitigate a feud from back before he was even born. It's not heartwarming comeuppance that Emilio Estevez decides to like narc on some zoning rules that force this poor kid to like change teams midway through the season and join a bunch of kids who already hate him and like leave behind his friends who decide to take it out on him by bullying him and effectively causing him to get what appears to be a pretty serious concussion in the final game but it's like oh it's okay the drunk lawyer got to like relive his childhood glory also if the other coach is so good why is he still coaching peewee hockey some 20 years later move on at least coach high school. Here's my problem with emotional resonance in this movie. The sympathetic figure is a rich, successful white lawyer dude who drinks and drives, and we're supposed to be like, oh no, but poor him, when he was 10, he missed a shot in a hockey game, and now he's still bummed about it all these years later. At one point, Emilio Estevez calls it the hardest time in my life. I just, I don't, I don't buy into the idea that everybody, including current professional hockey players, a kindly Scandinavian scape shop owner, and this like evil coach, are all like, ah, the one that got away, a guy who was good as a preteen. Maybe we can all go down to one festival tonight. You should go. With my mom. By yourselves. You know, she has many fine qualities that men find attractive. She deserves something nice. Go for it. So, Charlie is the kid who doesn't have a dad in this movie because nobody has a dad in sports movies. But Charlie wants his drunk coach to make it with his hot mom because, like, I don't know, because he doesn't have another father figure or something. There are no men in this Minnesota town. And then they do. And there's like a weird scene. Amelia Estevez out with the hot mom. And she says, like, this is not a joke. He's a kid. He needs a dad. Like, you can't be joking around. And he's like, lady, you trying to get me to propose on the first date? And then they kiss. That's the resolution to that. Like, he doesn't offer her any sort of reassurance that he, like, won't ruin this kid's life. And then he kind of does, because then the movie ends, and he's like, bye, kid, bye, hot mom. I'm going to go try out to be a minor league hockey player. It's not like a heartwarming tale of how, like, you two can overcome being, like, a scruffy band of misfits from the wrong side of the tracks to beat the Hawks. It's a movie about how, like, if you go back to, like, peewee hockey as an adult, you'll crush it. All righty here. Uh... So, I mean, do we just want to go down it, or do you have any topics think, you want to hit first? I think just start at the beginning. And first, I want to shout out to Hannah's husband, who owns the movie. And in the video, Hannah holds up a, a Bombay jersey. Yeah. And so I don't know if, like, Dead Spin sprung for that prop, or if Hannah's husband actually had that. And if so, uh, I recommend to uh, Mr. Hannah to listen to our podcast. Yeah. He say, should come on the show. Yeah, we can have them both on at the same time. I'm interested to hear his thoughts on her take on the Mighty Ducks. Because mm, yeah. if you own a Mighty Ducks 66 Bombay jersey, you've probably got to be in pretty deep there. So, uh, any Anything else there? Are you moving on here? 
Uh, I'd like to move on. From okay. That. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything on the sportiness of it? I mean, she sort of compliments the sportiness of it. I feel well. I mean, I I, I guess that was a, a pretty good thing to say. I mean, I feel like it's one of the better. Uh, our shout out to our, our friend Jack White, uh, who mm-hmm. taught them how to be so sporty. So, uh, you, you know. know, we we've talked about how some of the the unrealistic, um, you know, fouls that aren't called. Yeah. Um, but overall, it is like a good sporty movie. But it, you know, she says that, and then she just shits all over the rest of it. So it's like, <laughs> hey, it's like they they like did their take, and it's like, hey, you actually need to find something you like about this before we, you know, run with this. So <laughs> she picked that. Yeah, and I should say the title of the whole thing is "The Mighty Ducks is a mediocre movie with an unsympathetic protagonist," which I take issue with uh, to a certain extent. I I think we we've talked about Bombay's dealings with uh, and kind of his role in everything and i think we'll we'll talk we, uh, about, we talk about that in our very first podcast yes um, so go and listen to that if you haven't if this is your first uh, episode, episode number one uh so i mean my issues really start with when she says fulton well she says fulton is the team's best player which she obviously knows is false because she talks about Anna banks you know moments later yeah and then she says like oh he doesn't know how to see and bombay says no problem and then she says the barrier to entry to like play hockey but I mean, these kids are peewees. It's not like he's going to the NHL. He's going to this shitty peewee team in a, in a, it seems to us, a rogue peewee league. So I think it's entirely conceivable that Fulton can come on the ice and play, especially because early on he doesn't really skate. He goes in the Cardinals games, he just shoots the slap shot, and then he gets off the ice. He's a specialty I think, player. I think right? it really showcases the development skills that Bombay possesses. Exactly. And and, and just the, the, the craftiness, because simply getting him to come play is a pretty, pretty crafty move. Yeah, and it's probably good for Fulton to go play and not hang out in the street. So that's a, that's a positive there. Um, it's good for everybody's car windows. Yeah, exactly. And it shows Fulton's uh, work ethic, too, that he does learn how to skate pretty quickly, and he does sort of become a contributor on the team. Um, Then we move on to Adam Banks, and this is something we've talked about there, where Bombay uses this technicality to sort of move Banks away. And I mean, I don't really have an issue with, with what she said there. Like, it is obviously true, and it sort of hurts Banks there, Um, but... I do think that there was a piece that she kind of missed on, and um, I don't, I don't know if I entirely buy into it, but it's he's he's learning about fair play, yeah, as yes. part of this. So uh, there's kind of that overarching uh, lesson there, yeah, um, she, which I think there's it. something to be taken. The, from. Um, the theme, like that, in early on in the court scene, Bombay kind of wins on a technicality, mm-hmm. and so that's how he because he cites precedent, yeah, and so he's winning here, citing precedent. So he still hasn't, you know, changed his ways yet, but he's learning. But it kind of shows that his character is developing. Maybe he's using it to what he perceives as something good, getting Banks to the Ducks. Yeah, I think there's an argument on both sides. Yeah, Banks could Banks is taken away from his friends and uh, his life is sort of miserable. But the rules are the rules. And these, as Bombay says... The D- District Five, the Ducks—they—they're the ones that have been cheated. So, and also, and I don't really know how this might work in Minnesota peewee hockey and like a, up on a high school, but it might have like had some el- eligibility issues for him in the future that's as true. well that kind of saved him from. Yeah, that's possible. That's definitely possible. Uh, the next thing she talks about is Riley and how Riley uh, hasn't moved on, hasn't 
move down to high school or anywhere else. I think the big thing to know about Riley is Riley is a win at all costs type of guy. He's a guy who wants to dominate opponents. So that's his only fix is to dominate opponents. So he, I feel like he doesn't have that sort of ambition to move on and have the challenge. What he wants to do is come in and dominate and crush people. I do. I, I feel like this is a fair point on Hannah's part. It is a it is a fair point as well. I'm just saying there's there's another side, uh, as well. Yeah, and Riley Riley probably should have had some uh, offers at this point where and, he and maybe he did, and maybe he just kind of made the conscious decision to stay. Like maybe maybe there were a couple times when he flirted with going to a high school or maybe a smaller college, something like that. Um, maybe pulled like a Billy Donovan back when Donovan was going to go coach the magic. And then he went back to Florida and, you know, maybe he had some indecision there. Um, well, we also know that like, this is probably not his full-time job. He's obviously not getting paid to yeah. do this. And so it's like, you can't, he's a dominant coach, but maybe he has a very fulfilling work life or very demanding for all we know. He's, you know, a, a social worker or something like that. I and can't so, see that. No, he's not a social <laughs> worker, but you know, we, we've talked uh, extensively about, you know, uh, Coach Riley. So, yeah, good point, but, you know, it's the league. Yeah, exactly. And then we go to the biggest thing, the what she calls the emotional residence part, with Bombay being unsympathetic. And, and I, as I've said before, we have taken issue with some of Bombay's actions, and we have taken issue with Bombay uh, and kind of what he represents, and we even discussed whether he learned anything at all, but... I don't know what she wants out of protagonist. Like he's a three-dimensional character. He has his flaws. He has his flaws. This isn't like what do you want, especially with the Mighty Ducks. Like this, you get you got to take the Mighty Ducks for what it is, and it's a great movie and it's a lot of fun. But like we're not trying to build something. Like this isn't the shape of water. Like do you want Bombay having sex with a fish? Like what? <laughs> what does she want? You're supposed out to have of- sex with a duck at the end. <laughs> yeah. What does she want out of Bombay? Like. He's a lawyer. He's a mean dude, and we all understand that. And he sort of develops into t- telling the kids, "Have more fun. Have more fun." I'll, I'll say this: like, I, I don't know how deep into this like film watching series she is, but she's gonna be sorely disappointed in pretty much every sports movie is if this is the lens through which she's watching. We'll have to watch some more of her series. I'm looking forward to Little Big League. Break that down. She should watch Hardball next because it's basically the same movie, just yeah. a, maybe a little darker. Yeah, well, a lot darker. Yeah, but. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she said she takes issue with Bombay saying it was the hardest time of his life when he missed the penalty shot. Well, his dad died that same year. Yeah, this was like you totally missed the point here. His dad died. He's looking for a father figure. He lets and you know, coach uh, says you're not only letting me down, you're letting the whole team down. So he, yes, he misses the shot. And his, the worst part of his life wasn't that he missed the shot, is that he lost his dad and then lost his replacement father figure. And that was the most difficult time of his life. It's not that, yeah, he just missed the shot. And so that's what it's associated with, though. Hockey and his the death of his father. I also take pretty pretty serious issue with her belittling Hans. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, how, it, how it couldn't possibly mean this much to Hans either. It's like, come on. He's like the central figure here. You know? Yeah, he he he's he's the linchpin of this entire story. Exactly, and his entire life is youth hockey and these kids. And, and I mean, we've theorized about the drug game, but like <laughs> at least on the on the outside, that's his entire life. The youth hockey 
programs around here, and obviously he has a very close relationship with Bombay, so it probably does mean a lot to Hans there. Uh, and then we go with the date with the mom, and I don't I don't see anything wrong with with Bombay saying like do you like they're on their first date. Uh, Casey Conway is like, oh like don't leave basically and Charlie and he's playing around like oh where what room do I have in the ice palace and uh she said he offers no reassurance well yeah he's just trying to keep it cash it's that's the first true. date i think and and i think we've talked about this a decent amount too uh, that is, it is a little weird of like an interaction that they have that night um cuz it is ultimately a first date yeah and uh she freaks out for very little reason and uh I, it's just I don't know. It is a very awkward first date situation that they're in. Well, one thing Charlie says in uh, I guess a couple scenes earlier, where he's just like, you know, hey, you know, so there have been guys, but as soon as they see kid, boom, they're out of here. And so I guess she's probably learned to say like, if she like met someone wherever, she'd be like, hey, before you say anything, I have a kid. He's my life. He's twelve, whatever. And so maybe that's kind of what she's used to doing, and so that's what she's saying to Bombay, and she's seeing that. Her kid has already, you know, latched on to Bombay as the father figure. And, of course, bring back to the whole Bombay's dad was dead. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the way I see it. Yeah, and I think she was on the mark with Charlie being creepy and, and whoring out his mom, basically. <laughs> Very creepy on, on yeah. Charlie's part. Yeah, and we've, we've talked, talked about that before. But, yeah, she I think she hit that pretty strong. Um Anything else here that we need to take issue with? Um, I mean, I I think the biggest issue to take is that her calling it a mediocre movie. I agree. I agree. Like, just because Bombay, as I tweeted, just because Bombay is a terrible human doesn't take away from the greatness of the ducks and the hijinks. It doesn't take away from poop dollar and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's enjoyable. Um, one thing that I take issue with too is um, like everything that is so great about the ducks, like completely misses her. Like, yeah, the quacking, you know, all of that, the duck calls, things like that. Like they, they just they miss her completely. Um, all of the important things that we know and love about the ducks, it just doesn't hit home with her. Yeah, like I said before, I I don't know what she wanted out of it. Like, I if does she want like a super serious drama movie? Because like that's not what the ducks is. It's it's fun, and I I just think she missed that sort of whole point of what the ducks were. And obviously, yeah, she had some good points, but the whole point of it is is obviously Bombay is the protagonist, but it's more about using him as an entry into the kids and the enjoyable parts of the kids she didn't talk about at all. I, I would really be interested uh, to see her takes on D2 and D3. Yeah. Like, I really want her to follow this up with D2 and D3. Um, because, I mean, a lot of people, they recall D2 more than even yeah, the first or D2 third. And D2, best, yeah, yeah be, they, they consider it to be the best of the three. Um, they're wrong. The third one is the best. Everybody <laughs> knows that. But um, I I would be really interested to see if any of that kind of takes a bigger foothold with her if she were to go through those ones as well. Yeah. I Like I said, I think she came in with a critical eye and she didn't allow herself to the good parts of it. Uh, I, she is funny, though, 
and I did enjoy the video. So good, good work there. But it's good length. I thought the headline was good. It drew me in. Yeah, it obviously made people on the internet pretty mad. So I mean, started a discussion. Yeah, yes. exactly. We got a whole pot out of it. So that's the point of all this. So a good. <laughs> Do you think job. she did it because she knows there's a podcast? She thought we probably needed some more fodder. Probably, yeah. Was, you know, when she's doing her research, maybe she Google's Mighty Ducks, and I don't know how how sorry, how her SEO is, but yeah, I mean, it is. I I've improved it, or I guess I like going in. I had definitely thought about the SEO and putting Mighty Ducks on everything. So, <laughs> but she, so she, I'm willing to bet, depending on how much research she actually did. Well, I mean, she might have wanted to go in blind, though. Yeah, that's so maybe true. after the fact. That's true. I mean, she probably knows about us now. I email her, so <laughs> at a certain point, she'll figure it out, and then yeah, maybe we'll ha- have her on after D two and D three that she does. But yeah, the invite is is still uh still open, Hannah, as well as for your husband. What would be uh I guess the, like the same exercise like for us? Like would it be like what genre of movies? Oh man. Like a musical? I guess your classic rom-com or musicals, yeah. That or maybe rom-com. I mean, I've I've seen some. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've seen like the classic musicals. I'm trying to think, is there like a 90s? I was thinking maybe like A Little Princess or The Secret Garden, but I've seen those. It's kind of Man, like... The Secret Garden was so boring. <laughs> God, that movie was just slow. Man. Sorry. I just remember there was a kid in a wheelchair. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember there being a garden as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And a key. Yeah, I remember that. We, I, we you know watched movie, that in school. This has nothing to do with it, but you know what movie I loved? Uh, uh, the Indian in the Cupboard. That was a, that good, was a one. good one. I used to watch that movie like on repeat. Just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know why that reminded me of it. I guess the key part. Duck call to the Indian in the Cupboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll see if we Are can there any, like, movie. very early 90s, like pg-13 that we might not have been a little like old enough to watch i'm sure there is if anyone has I, any it's i don't like, know think my, about, like, my dad took me to see like sniper when i was like six <laughs> we could just watch all the sniper movies <laughs> yeah. um but think blown about, like, away also i saw like, that when i was super uh, young clueless like that came out when uh, we were like roman oh. michelle's high school reunion i remember my sister used to watch that like crazy yeah I've got parts of that. She used to break open a, a carton of mint chocolate chip ice cream and watch Romy and Michelle's high school reunion like every other weekend. That's hardcore. With her friend Jessica. Remember that. What's Jessica doing these days? Uh, she's uh, splits her time, I think, between San Antonio and LA. She does a lot of horse rescue stuff. So shout oh. out to uh, Duck Call the to Jessica. Yeah, Duck She Call. bumped into her and my sister in Vegas a couple years ago. Well, shit, that was almost like 10 years ago now. <laughs> but <laughs> long time ago. Um, but yeah, good people. If any quack lights have any suggestions on what movies we should watch and break down, uh, that would be out of our wheelhouse, send them in. We got a pretty good wheelhouse though. Yeah, we do. But a, yeah, between a lot of you two, references. you guys, that's amazing. Like sometimes you're like, oh yeah, that's random movie from 1994, and I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes we just carry on entire conversations and movie quotes, but with with purpose though. Like we communicate, like we get somewhere with our conversations. That's, That's true. impressive. That's impressive. So yeah, quack lights. See if you can try to stump them, and we'll see if we can uh, watch the movie and break it down. Uh, similar to Hannah and I never Jetson. saw Sister Act. Really? Yeah, 
I I remember watching Sister Act, but I don't remember much about them. Hmm. Yeah. I've only seen one Tyler Perry movie. Ooh. Oh, Tyler Perry. That be good. That I don't know be, if I've ever actually sat through that an might be Tyler the, Perry movie. Yeah, that might be the... That's, that's a good... That's a leader house. in the clubhouse, yeah. I think. All right. Well, we got we got some stuff to work on here. Uh, again, thank you to Hannah for putting her bad take out there so we could bring it down. Uh, and Deadspin for generating the discussion. It was, it was enjoyable to watch the Quackalites unite. Uh, so forcefully there. It was so. fast. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's the first time I I never saw like the word fuck or like motherfucker. There, there were a lot headline. of oh in it. That's I thought you were saying in the responses to it. I was like, oh, I'm there, sure there were, there were a couple of abbreviated <laughs> curse words or acronyms. Yeah. So let's move on to the quack question right now. If you're unfamiliar with the quack question, you ask us questions. We pick the best ones, try to answer them. Kevin. What is the quack question today? Um, today's quack question is actually kind of difficult to find because we had so many likes on our on our Twitter page uh, oh, that from that true. discussion. So it took me a while to scroll down and find one. Um, this one comes from uh, the name is Wheeler for Heart, um, and it's at twenty fifteen Ligo Champ. I don't know what that means, but there you go. Uh, the question it is might be a Sister Act reference that we don't get. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Um, Question is, why didn't Charlie round up the Ducks who didn't play in D2, Carp, Peter, etc.? Did he know they were out, or did he not just or did he just not want them on the team? Hmm. Great question. I think we've we've had some discussions about this before. I would say because Bombay comes to him and he comes to him first. I think Bombay gives him a list. Mm. And I don't know how many questions are being asked by Charlie, but I mean, if I was Charlie, I would have some questions. But I think Bombay has the list, and he goes and finds them. Does so he like, stick to the list? Like, it's like, what are you doing, getting Avery? Like, should Peter have been on there? You know, like that's a good question. That's a good question. I think Charlie is at this point is just happy to see Bombay back. So I think maybe he, in his excitement, he just goes around and gets the people on the list. So you don't think any of them were like a scenario where he like tried to go. Also, and quick sidebar, it's amazing that all of them were home whenever he went to round them up, or he was able to find them. Yeah, like that is a pretty. I can all Jesse go like playing street hockey. Down yeah, there. like do you think anybody was on the list and they just like weren't around? So like, like <laughs> that, sorry, go Carp, you're not on the team. Yeah, it's like before were... cell phones, like yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, like how how long do they look for Charlie or for Gee and Connie who are out like by the <laughs> reservoir? But. <laughs> That because that had to be difficult because I mean you don't tell where you're gonna go to make out so, uh, that's a very good point. I wonder how long it actually took to take in all those kids. Yeah, I don't know. Quick, wait, quick sidebar though. Okay. Um, uh, was there a spot in uh, in Michigan where you went to make out with girls? I mean, not really. Like Michigan's so flat, we don't have like a point or anything like that. There's no. I don't think there was any real like a makeout lane. Yeah, I think it, ours in middle school is between. The, we had like trailers that were, uh, uh, like auxiliary classrooms because the school was too big for the building. <laughs> so like you'd go between the trailers and you go you go Mac with your girlfriend. That's what that's what we did. Nice. What about you, Tommy? Hmm. Tommy's never actually kissed anyone before. That's true. So if I was kissing people, yeah. um, trying to think, Rogers Park Middle School. Shout out. 
Yeah, shout out the lions. The lions. I call the lions. Um. Oh, I remember like kids would hide like in the the stairwell, like underneath. Ooh. You could kind of like hide uh, there a little bit. Also, I, I I do remember behind the bleachers being yeah, a that's thing a in classic school as well. Like it dances and stuff. Although mm-hmm. they most of the time they would they would like pull them up so you couldn't. Oh, uh, smart. Exactly. Yeah. Very smart to do so. Yeah. Classic. Just figured we'd share that with the world. Yeah. Shout out to Rogers Park Middle School. Yeah. Anyway, any any other questions here? So, how are we saying? Do you guys agree that that Charlie just stuck to the list? I think, I think there's at least one that he intentionally left off. Oh. That, or he like neglected to see or whatever. And then I don't know how that conversation went down with Bombay or if it was just like a situation where they like get on the plane or whatever and they're like, oh, we're missing one. Is it like too late at that point? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like, where's Terry? It's like, who? (laughs) (laughs) I I also would be curious to know what the process was like after that or on that day. Like, Mm -hmm. did he just like tell them, hey, you guys are Team USA now. And then like they just all dispersed again or did they practice or like what? What happened after that? Yeah, Bombay must have been waiting a long time at the band box. Because, <laughs> yes. like, again, they don't have cell phones, so he's just standing there. He told Charlie this thing, and then he has to stand there for a long time. Um, and then, obviously, Tibbles comes. I feel like, yeah, it's just Bombay gives like a quick speech, tells them we got practice here, or get, we're going on the bus to training camp this day, and then you go off, I think. There's no, uh, there's no real ceremony other than that. There, you figure Bombay's gotta have like a discussion with parents over like a couple of hours. <laughs> like, yes. can't just be like, I'm going to L.A. for four weeks. See ya. I was gonna say maybe too. It was like a matter of money, but I would imagine Hendrix would have paid for everything. Yeah, you right? would figure Hendrix I mean, they their pays for, for yeah. yeah, the transportation, a training camp, lodging, that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe they're investing a, in Gordon Team USA. Yeah, there's a, maybe there's a small fee for the players and parents, but I think at this point Hendrix is all in on Gordon, whether it's a smart move or not. So, yeah, I think we have successfully answered the question. Is that true, Kevin? Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Well then. Go to thequacktake.com, click through the Amazon affiliate link, give us some cash, or contact us, or both. At QuackTakePod on Twitter, facebook.com slash QuackTakePod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us the thing you liked the least about Hannah's take, <laughs> or the best, either one, or both. I'd say the least. All right, the least. least. I was trying to be nice. You only have so many characters on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, go to the shop, get some shirts. I think we, we some Quack Light sent us a picture of wearing the original shirt. Yes, I, I enjoyed that. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack quack. <laughs> <laughs>